0: All sentient beings have two things in common. They are sentient. That means they all have experience. And they experience everything from from bad to good, from pleasure to unpleasant. And in addition, All sentient beings seek pleasure, and they seek to avoid harmful things, things that are painful, things that cause suffering, things that lead to suffering. In their quest for pleasure in this realm, the terrible and tragic result of that is that sentient beings produce more and more suffering for themselves and for others. We here are sitting in this room because in addition to those two things, we have realized two other things. First thing we've realized is we have some, some inkling of the truth of suffering. We have some gained some understanding this life is unsatisfactory in some way, that our lives are unsatisfactory in some way. And we have have achieved some desire, some need to change that. And secondly, all of us in some way have encountered the teachings that are called the Dharma, whether through a particular teacher, through our, our reading, our study, through hearing something, and whether we came to the Dharma because we were just curious, or because something terrible has had happened to us in our own life, something to had happened to a loved one, we because we are upset about tragedies happening in this world that seem to be uncontrolled at this point, for whatever reason having some understanding of the unsatisfactory nature of this existence in this realm and of the potential of the Dharma to change that, we have all achieved some, some degree of refuge, some, perhaps tiny, but some definite degree of, of faith. And because of that, we are here today Whatever energy that you can draw from that encounter with the Dharma, from that growing refuge, from that faith, use it now in this meditation that we're about to do. And let that energy, let that determination, let that passion to be free of that unsatisfactory state, to have real pleasure real, permanent pleasure. Let that inform your body, your breath, and your mind. Starting with your body, sit in a comfortable yet stable position. You want to be seated in such a way that you don't need to move, that you feel comfortable, you can relax into that position. And that you can remain in that position. If you're sitting on a cushion, your legs should be comfortably crossed, whether in a full vajra position, well, a half vajra, or just having the legs crossed in some other way. And if you're in a chair, have your legs comfortably extending down from the seat of the chair. And you may want to have a, a cushion behind your back to make sure that. It, stays straight and doesn't slink back into the chair. Once your legs are in this position, feel that (laughs) slight sense of comfort and relaxation. And with every part of the body, deepen that sense of relaxation and the pleasure that comes with it, the enjoyment that comes with that relaxation. Moving to the arms, they should be not too far and not too close to the body. The uh, hands can be placed on the near the knees or in your lap, one palm on top of the other if it's in your lap. Your back should be naturally straight. We all have different curvature of our spines, so we shouldn't try to artificially straighten our back in any particular way. But Make sure it it's naturally straight and stable. And once you leave it in that position of natural straightness, it should stay there for the duration of the meditation. Your shoulders, just let them go. If you have tenseness in your shoulders, you can push down on your shoulders to intentionally contract them down and then just let them go. Head and neck should be centered. Not listing to the left or to the right. And if you were to to fall asleep in this position, you would want them to you want the head and neck to be in the same position when you woke up. Try to put them in the most stable position that you can. Your facial muscles should be relaxed. Your jaw relaxed but not slack-jawed, your teeth lightly touching the palate just above, or your tongue lightly touching the palate just above the top of your teeth. Your eyes could be closed, particularly if you're easily distracted by light, or half-open, or for those who might fall asleep easily, you can have them even further open. Now, check your body and see if all those components are comfortable and stable. And if not, make adjustments. Use the cushions in in any way necessary to achieve that goal of comfort and stability. And again, feel a sense of growing relaxation in your body as you have put it in a position where you can remain for the duration of the meditation and where it is comfortable and stable. Now turn your attention to the breath. Don't intentionally try to breathe. Just be aware of the uh, air coming in through the tip of the nose when you're breathing in and leaving through the tip of your nose as you're breathing out. And be aware when you're making an in-breath, when you're making an out-breath. And begin to take an unusual interest in the breath. Be fascinated by it. If you have other thoughts, other distractions, just Gently bring your mind back to your breath. Don't try to actively screen them out. And once again, amidst this sense of growing ease and relaxation, go back and check your body one last time make sure that you'll be able to maintain its current position for the duration of the meditation, that you will not move for the rest of the meditation. Now once again, turn your attention to your breath, and beginning with the out-breath, and ending with the in-breath with that forming one cycle and focusing to a greater degree on the breath to the exclusion of everything else. Count eleven full cycles of breath. Your only job is to be aware breathing out and breathing in. Do that eleven times. If you forget which breath you're on, start again from the beginning. Notice how the ever-growing calm and relaxation in your body has spread to your breath, and how your breath is different than it was when, when you began. Perhaps a little bit longer, a little bit lighter. And continue to deepen your relaxation. And start to become aware of your mind happening within your mind, and once again, think about why you're here, think about the goal that you have, your spiritual goal, and what you're trying to achieve, starting with whatever short-term goal brought you here on this particular Friday night and then expanding that out to the the highest spiritual goal that you could possibly imagine and with your mind focused on that highest goal. Consider the means for achieving it. How are you going to become that? Being that you want to be? What do you need to achieve that goal? What kind of being could help you to achieve that goal? And with those thoughts in mind, start to become aware of the area between your eyebrows, at the level of your forehead, and see and feel the presence of a being that's capable of guiding you to that goal, of a being that has itself achieved that goal, that only wishes and takes incredible delight in teaching you how to achieve it in a being that you can rely on for protection. This being is appearing approximately one prostration distance in front of you entirely made of light appearing that way solely for your benefit looking right at you and smiling only wishing to teach you this is the means for you to achieve your goal. Thinking that you have in front of you those means in your mind prostrate to this being. And then thinking about what the nature of what this being is what it teaches and the all of the beings that teach this this doctrine take refuge in the three jewels and now filled with Gratitude that finally the being has appeared, who certainly has the ability, desire, and power to lead you to your goal. Make offerings to your teacher. Offer things you own, that no one owns, that you conjure up in your imagination. Offer your practice, offer your own body. Have you made offerings to your teacher? Consider why your teacher's status and yours are are different. What is keeping you from being able to have the same type of mind as your teacher. It's only one thing, and that is the obstacles that prevent you from seeing things as they really are. And in order to remove those obstacles, you need to apply the four powers Think of something unskillful you've done today, something that will merely produce additional obstacles in the future. And thinking of that specific act, experience regret. And then for some definite period of time, promise to yourself that you will not repeat that act, but you will restrain yourself. And ask the Three Jewels to help you take refuge again. And lastly, in order to make up for that act and to counteract it, to counteract the potential created by it. Think of something that you can definitely achieve, that you can definitely do to make up for it, which takes some effort but not not a great deal and is not a great hardship, and resolve to do it. Having engaged the four powers and thinking about everything that you've done up to this point and about your practice, feel great joy, rejoice in all of the goodness that you have achieved and that you are continuing to achieve, in all the virtuous acts that you have done, in all the virtue of all sentient beings especially those who teach the Dhamma. Now seeing all sentient beings arrayed around you to your left and right, and seeing your teacher in front of you, and embracing every, every being, realize that the teacher is connected to all of the enlightened beings, Seeing this clearly, the teacher in front of you, ask the teacher to stay and help every being, every being seated in this immense amphitheater containing all sentient beings. Ask the teacher to stay in this realm until every one of those beings has completely eradicated their suffering and all of the causes for their suffering. Ask the teacher to teach the Dharma, to help every being. I dedicate the merit that you have achieved, the vast merit that you have achieved, by sitting down and engaging in these practices. Dedicate it to the meditation that you are about to do. Having done that, Again, gaze upon the teacher and ask the teacher to come to the crown of your head, and watch and feel as the teacher is seated just above your head, glowing like a million suns, facing in the same direction as you are. And with the teacher above the crown of your head, beg your teacher for blessings be able to engage properly in the meditation you are about to do, to remove any obstacles that you have in this meditation, and to give you everything you need to accomplish it. And as you beg the teacher, see and feel liquid white white nectar streaming down from the teacher's heart and entering you through the crown of your head and filling your body, removing all negative states of mind and giving you all the tools you need for this meditation, preparing you for this meditation. Continue to beg the teacher for more blessings. until your body is filled with liquid light, until you feel a sense of confidence that the obstacles to meditation have been removed and that you will achieve some degree of success, whether in being able to breathe a little bit more easily, in having a better posture, in seeing the object a little bit more clearly, in feeling a degrader, degree of bliss or joy. Now, become aware of your breath once again, slowly. And then, having become aware of your breath, slowly become aware of your body. And once you're fully aware of your body, You can open your eyes and relax. If this becomes a tradition, (laughs) you are witnesses, and when you hear there was a Buddha in blue, descended from the heaven of the lapis lazuli, Manifested a cup and you can (laughs) say...